0: Thanks for listening to this message from Whitstable Community Church. To find out more, go to www.whitstablecommunity.church Hi, it's Mike, and you're about to listen to a podcast about listening and abiding. Uh, this is part of working out our DNA value to pray first. <clears throat> uh, the scriptures that we're going to be looking at in this podcast are Mark 9-7, John 13-34, and John fifteen four, And I'll outline the scriptures as we go along. Um, <clears throat> so what do our scriptures tell us about listening and abiding? Well, in Mark 9, 7, if you read the whole verses, you will find this is part of the story of Jesus' transfiguration. God the Father reveals Jesus' divinity and sonship and then commands us to, quite emphatically, listen to him. So... That it seems, as far as the Bible is concerned, that if we say that we know Jesus' divinity and sonship and accept his saving work in our life, then we have an emphatic command from God to listen to him. And there's even a big exclamation mark in the scripture. In John 13, 34, we see Jesus speaking clearly to us. So if we are listening to him, then we will hear this. The scripture says, A new command I give you, Love one another. So we know that Jesus has many things to say to us and almost gives us new commands. So the question really is are we hearing? John fifteen four also introduces the concept of abiding Abide in me and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. So God the Father commands us to listen to Jesus. Jesus gives a central command to love God and to love others. But because Christianity is not a legalistic, rules-based faith, Jesus also acknowledges that we need to work out our response to what we hear in a deep communion with him through the Holy Spirit. And that's what he means by abiding. So we need to obey by listening and responding in union, in relationship and in step with the Holy Spirit who has come to be our advocate and teach us many things about the consequence of our salvation. In John fifteen twenty six, it says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. So again, the Holy Spirit is essential in the process of listening and bearing uh, fruit and abiding fruit. So what does it mean to listen to Jesus? Jesus speaks to us in a manner of ways, but I want to look at two primary channels of communication. Predominantly, Jesus speaks through the word of God. This is God-breathed and sharper than a two-edged sword. It is active and alive and good for disciplining and pruning us. Jesus is the word. So throughout the Old and New Testament, he is always talking to us spiritual truths. The second way that he speaks to us is through the gifts of the Holy Spirit directly to us or through the church or through others. However he speaks, we need to tune in to the word of God as our primary source of input. The word will read us if we let it. If we go to it regularly and prayerfully, it is always speaking to us, but we sometimes um, have, have our spiritual hearing aids turned off. We need to have ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us directly to the church and through others. I'm always amazed how much the Holy Spirit talks to the church during a Sunday morning when we gather, through the worship, the prayers and witness of people's contributions, and through the preach. But I have to have my spiritual hearing aid turned up and focused on where the words are coming from. I have to expect God will talk to me and my brothers and sisters. So what does it mean to abide? Paul asks the questions, Do you not know you are a living temple? Abiding is a simple state where you have put off the flesh, where the temple doors are closed, allowed the Holy Spirit to renew your mind, and then you have put on the new self, which has temple doors open. There are clear marks of abiding. You experience the fruits of the Spirit growing in your life. It's like the more time you spend putting on the new self, the more time your temple windows and doors are open to the sunlight that will allow you to shine and your fruits to grow. Living in the old self, all the time with no dialogue with the Word of God or openness to the Spirit, it's like living in darkness. You simply won't shine nor grow. So what is an abiding response? If you're listening, uh, you hear the commands, you're full of the Holy Spirit, what's the consequence? Well, I call it an abiding response. We could try to obey Jesus' commands in in our own strength through discipline and self-will and effort, but this is like trying to grow a tender plant in cold darkness. But by grace, God is offering you the Holy Spirit to be your guide and counsellor. But he can only really help you when you stand before the cross and accept and revel in your new self as an act of worship. The Holy Spirit will bring about change in your life as an abiding response to being full of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. So, what does this all mean for us? How do we actually live this out? We can listen to Jesus by turning on our spiritual hearing aids. Now, for me, that means I'm making a conscious decision, Holy Spirit speaking, what's he saying? I'm, all, I'm alert, I'm aware, and I'm open. We can be filled with the Holy Spirit as an act of deliberately putting off the old self, and put it on the new self. But this requires our availability. Our availability requires a choice. Our willingness to make regular and consistent choices to listen and be filled can be submerged by worldly pressures. (coughs) So what if this is all so new or alien to you, or you're just so busy? Well, I'd say follow the bread trail. What do I mean by that? The Holy Spirit when I'm lost, tends to give me a little clue, a little nugget, a little breadcrumb, and if I if I take it and I digest it, I'm then looking for the next one. And he will he will lead me step by step, with one nourishing morsel at a time. He'll lead me out of spiritual deafness and emptiness, which we're all prone to. So, where do I get my bread trowel from, or where do I find the Holy Spirit giving me a bread trowel? Well. The sermon on a Sunday. If I've got my spiritual hearing aid on, <coughs> I ex- what does that mean? Well, I expect the Holy Spirit to speak to me through it. He- I will hear the Spirit speaking to me um, through the sermon. I've had a period of worship. I'm in the company of loving brothers and sisters. It's a great place to retune in and see the bread drought. Also, join discipleship groups. Listen out for particular promptings in your spirit to change an aspect or follow up a particular scripture with a purpose to be changed. Join <clears throat> small groups. Do the same. Be expectant that the Holy Spirit is talking to you personally through what people share or bring. Listen to what people share on Sunday. The Holy Spirit will talk to you. Open yourself as much as you can during the day as you are under pressure to open your temple and allow the Holy Spirit to flood you with sunlight, peace and joy. It's a constant meditation of mine. It's not just going to my happy place. It's a meditation where minute by minute during the day, however busy I am, I'm always recovering what the 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 position I have in Christ, which I found through constant practice about putting on the new self and what that does to me. So I practice and practice putting off the old and putting on the new. And I love putting on the new. I've learned to stand in a place of great sunlight, peace and joy. So questions to think about. How often do you listen to Jesus? In what ways does he talk to you? If you are a living temple, what does it mean to be full of the Holy Spirit? The fruits of doing this imply that this will have an impact on the way you love and experience peace and joy. Have you experienced this? Listening and abiding are so vital that the enemy of our soul does everything he can do to drown out the sound of Jesus' voice and close your temple down. What can we do to fight this? What choices need to be made? Are you prepared to look for breadcrumbs leading you out of deafness and emptiness to a place where you are listening full of the Holy Spirit and bearing fruit in abiding responses? Thank you and may God bless you.